Thank you for joining us on our Living Word Christian Center podcast. You're about to listen to one of our guest speakers. Open up your hearts and get ready to receive a word from the Lord. It's a blessing to be in the presence of family. Amen. I got the uh, opportunity to come be with you guys back in March, I believe, and had a wonderful time, amen, had a wonderful uh, just time here worshiping with you guys, and I just love, I love, of course, Pastor Ruben, and love, you know, what God's doing here in, uh, in this church body, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and get prepared to jump off into my message tonight, um, so if you have your Bibles, if you'll turn with me to the book of Isaiah tonight, I'm going to start out in Isaiah in the 30th chapter of Isaiah tonight. And starting in verse 18, Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 18, and I'm going to be reading from a New King James Version, uh, starting out, and we'll go forward from there. But uh, Isaiah chapter 30, starting in verse 18, and we'll go through verse 26. But in verse 18, it says this, it says, Therefore, the Lord will wait that he may be gracious to you. And therefore, he will be exalted. Somebody say, he will be exalted. That he may have mercy on you. For the Lord is a God of justice, and blessed are all those who wait for him. For the people shall dwell in Zion at Jerusalem, and you shall weep no more. And he will be very gracious to you at the sound of your cry. When he hears it, he will answer you. And though the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet your teachers will not be moved into a corner anymore. But your eyes shall see your teachers, and your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it. And whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left, you will also defile the covering of your images of silver and the ornament of your molded images of gold. You will throw them away as an unclean thing. And you will call, you will say to them, get away. Somebody say, get away. Get away. And then he will give you the rain for your seed with which you sow the ground and bread of the increase of the earth. And it will be fat. Somebody say, praise God. God. It will be fat and plentiful. And in that day, your cattle will feed in large pastures. And likewise, the oxen and the young donkeys that work the ground will eat cured fodder, which he has winnowed with the shovel and fan. There will be on every high mountain and on every high hill rivers and streams of water. And in the day of the great slaughter, when the towers fall, moreover, moreover, the light of the moon will be as the light of the sun. And the light of the sun will be sevenfold as the light of seven days. And in that day, the Lord binds up the bruises of his people and he heals the stroke of their wound. Amen. Let's go to the Lord in prayer together this evening. Father, we just come to you together in the name of Jesus, Lord, and we thank you for this opportunity, Father, just to come together and just seek you and just hear your voice tonight, Lord. I just pray, God, that you just begin to illuminate your word. 
Father, by the Holy Spirit, just begin to make it come alive, Lord God, and just begin to give us a word that we can grab a hold of and we can carry on into this remainder of this week and this month, God, and all that you're doing in our lives. Father, I thank you for your faithfulness. I thank you for your Holy Spirit that's present here tonight and all that you're going to accomplish in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you would, can you give the Lord a hand? Praise tonight. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. And so as I jump off into my message and they put my title on the screen, if they would, tonight, I want to talk to you in the subject of from crying to crying out. From crying to crying out. Amen. And a lot of times what takes place, uh, brother and sister, is you and I, when we go through different challenges and adversity and difficulties in this life, which each and every one of us are going to encounter because the Bible says that it rains on the just and on the unjust. Amen. But when we go through this, these things, amen, in our life, a lot of times what tends to be human nature, what tends to be the response that we initially have concerning challenges or adversity, amen, or trials or even tribulation, amen, tends to be us, amen, beginning to cry concerning our situation. A lot of times, amen, we'll begin to, you know, even begin to find ourselves dealing with a little bit of a pity party sometimes, amen, and sometimes we'll even begin to feel sorry for ourselves concerning our situation, amen, and, and sometimes we'll just kind of wallow in that, amen, sometimes we'll just kind of sit there in that position, amen, as, as we're dealing with these difficulties in our life and we're dealing with the challenges that life brings, amen, and sometimes we'll even allow it to begin to affect us in such a way that it even brings forth even sometimes a little bit of depression, amen, or even some oppression in our lives, or sometimes we'll even allow it to begin to affect us in how we are thinking, amen. Sometimes we'll begin to sit there and cry about our situation, I think if we're really honest with ourselves, a lot of times, amen, when things really, amen, begin to go wrong, when we really are dealing with some difficulty, amen, a lot of times we'll find ourselves in this position, amen, it's just human nature, but I want to talk to you tonight, amen, from going from crying to crying out, because there's something powerful that begins to take place when we begin to shift that focus, when we begin to shift, amen, the way that we are beginning to respond to our situation, amen, and we go from, amen, beginning to sit there and cry about it, amen, to beginning to cry out to God. There's something that begins to shift and begins to take place, amen, and all of a sudden, the God of heaven, amen, and the God of earth, the God of the creation of this universe, amen, begins to hear, amen, our cry. And I'm going to tell you, brother and sister, when we're sitting there in our circumstances and our situations, amen, and we're just pouting about it, how many of y'all know the devil loves us in that position? But whenever we begin to be, uh, begin to turn it around, when we begin to, amen, begin to shake it up, when we begin to take that crying, or, amen, and we begin to turn it to crying out, how many of y'all know the enemy begins to feel threatened? Can I get an Amen. All of a sudden, amen, there begins to be a shift that's taking place as we're beginning to cry out, amen, to, amen, the creator, amen, of, our, of the universe. When we begin to cry out, amen, to our God, amen, to our Savior, the one that can handle and change our circumstances, can I get an amen? 
And so I want to talk to you tonight concerning that, brother and sister, because, amen, my prayer is, amen, that we begin to make this shift in our lives. Amen. I don't know what it is that you may be going through or what you're dealing with. Amen. What you have, what kind of adversity that you may have been encountering. Amen. But you and I, brother and sister, need to begin to respond to it in the way that a powerful, amen, anointed, come on somebody, amen, a man or woman of God is going to do, and that is to begin to cry out to our God. Amen. Somebody say, God is good. And we begin to see all these examples all throughout the, the Bible, amen, of, 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 of people, amen, that, that are calling out to God. You know, and I, I want you to begin to, uh, 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 begin, I want you to begin to consider this tonight, what we're going to talk about concerning, amen, these different situations. But as we look right here in our original text, amen, in, in the book of Isaiah, starting in verse 18, he begins to share these words with us. He says in verse 18, therefore, the Lord will wait. Amen. Amen. He says the Lord will wait. Amen. That he may be gracious to you. And sometimes what you're going to find out, amen, is when we're dealing with situations in our life, sometimes God will, amen, wait before he begins to begins to give us the breakthrough. Sometimes God will, amen, wait just a little bit, amen, before he begins to, amen, take the heat up off of us. Can I get an amen? Before the miracle begins to take place or begin, before, the, before we begin to be able to overcome whatever it is we're dealing with. And he goes on to say in that, in that same verse, amen, therefore the Lord will wait that he may be gracious to you. And we know that God is a gracious God. He's a, a merciful God. He's a loving God. Amen. He's a God, amen, that desires, amen, to take care of us. But he goes on to say in the next part of that verse, in, chapter, in verse 18, he says, and therefore, amen, he will wait, amen, therefore, so that he will be exalted. And sometimes what's taking place in our situation, amen, is that God's waiting for us, amen, to go through this in such a way, amen, to where he can begin to get the glory out of the situation. Can I get an amen? Sometimes he's waiting, brother and sister, to where he can be exalted in our circumstance, amen, because God doesn't waste a hurt. He doesn't waste an obstacle. He doesn't waste a trial. He doesn't waste tribulation, amen. He wants to be exalted in it so the quicker that we begin to shift that the quicker that we begin to shift from crying about it amen and moping about it amen and complaining about it and we begin to shift it around and we begin to stir up the holy ghost and we begin to cry out to god and call upon the name of the lord then god will begin to come because he just wants to be exalted through our situations can i get an amen somebody say god is good so sometimes the Lord will wait. He's waiting for us, amen, to begin to respond in the way that, amen, we need to. He's waiting for us, amen, to begin to exalt for him in the situation. God, I don't know what it is that you're doing. I don't understand what's going on, but I know I can trust you. Amen. I know who you are. Amen. You're the God. Amen. That the God of the miracle. You're the God of the breakthrough. You're the God that made a way before where there was no way. Amen. You're the God. Amen. That began to bring forth everything, Lord God, that I have good in my life. And sometimes the Lord waits, but he waits so that he can be exalted in our situation. See, God's not going to waste anything. He's going to get the glory out of it. He's going to get the glory out of it. 
You know, it's just a matter of you and I, amen, beginning to be perceived in this way. And as we look here in verse 20 and in verse 21, we also begin to see, amen, that God uses our situations in order to teach us. Amen. I had shared this recently, and I'm going to share it again. You know, a lot of us, we like God the comforter. We like God the way maker. We love God the provider. Amen. But we don't always like God the teacher. But God is the God that's going to teach us some things. He's going to take our situation and he's going to teach us if we'll just, amen, open up our eyes and see what it is that he's really doing. He says right here, amen, in verse 20. And though the Lord gives you the bread of adversity, amen, sometimes some things we're going through, amen, is something that the Lord is allowing. He said, amen, and even though the Lord, amen, will give you the bread of adversity, amen, and the water of affliction, Hello, somebody. He says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but he will, amen, deliver them from them all. Amen. But he goes on to say, yet your teachers will not be moved into a corner anymore. Now, I love what it says in the next verse, part of that verse. He says, but your eyes. Somebody say your eyes. See, all of a sudden, there's going to be a shift in how you're perceiving things. All of a sudden, you're going to begin to quit looking through the natural, and you're going to start looking through the spiritual. Can I get an Amen. But he says right here, amen, but your eyes shall see your teachers. In other words, all of a sudden, amen, when you begin to shift that crying to crying out, amen, when you begin to shift it, amen, from walking around moping and looking at your circumstances in the natural to now looking at it through the lenses of a man or woman of God in the spiritual, can I get an amen? You're going to be able to see what it is that God is doing through your circumstances. Can I get an amen? All of a sudden, you're going to see, amen, I see what the teacher is doing. I see what he's teaching me through this situation. Can I get an amen? Because one thing about our God, amen, no matter what it is that you're dealing with, he's always there giving a lesson. He's always there teaching us something. He's showing us something. Can I get an amen? He might even be testing us for something. And you and I got to begin to perceive what it is that God is doing. And when you begin to make that shift and you begin to look through the eyes and the lenses of God, you'll begin to see what the teacher is doing. Somebody say, God is good. I don't know about you, brother and sister, amen, but I want to know, amen, what it is you're doing, God. What are you producing in me? What are you taking out of me? What are you putting in me? What are you establishing? And one thing about it, we can trust our God, amen. He's always going to be accomplishing something in our lives. He doesn't just leave us where we were at. He's going to continue to develop us into the men and women of God that he desires for us to be with the character of Christ, looking like the image of God. Amen. Come on, somebody. Knowing and trusting and loving our God. He's taking us from faith to faith and glory to glory. Can I get an amen? He's the author of your faith. He's the perfecter of your faith. He's the finisher of your faith. He's going to establish it and he's going to accomplish it. And sometimes he's going to be teaching you and showing you. You just got to begin to see what it is God is doing. And when you shift, amen, from beginning to cry and you start shifting to crying out, God's going to begin to reveal it to you. And I don't know about you, but it makes it a lot easier to go through some situations when I can have a little bit of understanding on what God is doing. Amen. If I can know, you know what? God is accomplishing something in me. I don't understand it all. Amen. I don't need to understand it, but I know God is doing it. Can I get an amen? amen. 
I remember being sick for three and a half years as a young man with the whole world spinning around me. I couldn't even get down on my knees and pray. Amen. Which is, which is horrible for a preacher or for a man of God. Amen. But I'm going to tell you, amen. I, I begin to look at it and I say, God, what is it that you're beginning to do? What are you trying to establish in me? I know that you're doing something in the midst of this trial. I know that there's something that's going on. You're creating something in me. Come on, somebody. Amen. Maybe it's some perseverance. Maybe it's some compassion. Maybe it's, amen, develop me to trust you. Maybe it's beginning to, come on, there's something that's going on. Amen. And that's one thing about our God. Hallelujah. That's why it's good, amen, if, if, you, if, if, if you're somebody that hadn't gone through anything, amen, I, then I'm scared to be around you. Somebody say, God is good. But I love what it says right there. Amen, he says, but your eyes shall see. Come on. Your eyes shall see, amen, your teachers. He goes on to say in verse 21, amen, in your ears shall hear a word behind you. One thing about it, brother and sister, amen, all it takes is just one word from the Lord. Come on now. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what you're experiencing. Amen. When you get that word from God, all of a sudden, amen, you can begin to go another day. Come on now. Amen. All of a sudden, you can take another step forward. All of a sudden, you can deal with it just a little bit better. Amen. Just getting that word from the Lord. Can I get an amen? It's amazing. Amen. What just a few words from God will do to a man or woman of God. Come on now. Amen. It'll begin to put a little pep in your step. Can I get an amen? It'll help you, amen, to be able to overcome. Amen. And God says that we are overcomers. Can I get an amen? Amen. We're more than conquerors. We're overcomers by the blood of Jesus, by the power of God, by the anointing, amen, and the power of the Holy Ghost. And so when God begins to speak, amen, and we begin to listen, amen, all of a sudden, amen, we can begin to go forwards. Somebody say, you got to go forward. Amen. We got to go forward. And he goes on to say, amen. Not only does he use the situations to teach us, but he also uses situations to change us. Hello. Now, I know change can be a scary thing sometimes. But I don't know about you, brother and sister, but I don't want to stay the same. Amen. I don't want to be that same wretched sinner that I was 10 years ago. See, that's the problem we have a lot of times in churches today, amen? People come in as babies and Christians, and then they stay babies and Christians. But God's going to continue. He's going to develop you. Amen. He's going to mold you. He's going to shape you. He's going to teach you, and he's going to change you. Amen. That's what kind of God we serve. He's in the changing, the life-changing business. And we love it when he's changing the life, amen, for the good. Amen. We don't, we don't like it when he's changing, amen, the life, and it's a little bit uncomfortable. Can I get an amen? Amen. We all want the life-changing power of Jesus Christ, but we don't always want to go through what it takes in order to get that change. Amen. But I'm going to tell you, God uses our situation in order to change us. Amen. So I don't know what you're going through this, this evening. Amen. But just know God's changing you. He's changing you. Amen. And if he brought you to it, he's going to see you through it. Can I get an amen? He says here, amen, in verse 22. You will also defile the covering of your images of silver and the ornament of your molded images of gold, and you will throw them away as an unclean thing. I tell you what, brother and sister, when you start seeing what the teacher's doing, when you start hearing the voice of God, amen, and he's speaking to you, 
all of a sudden it's going to begin to bring that transformation. Come on, somebody. Hey, amen, Brother Raymond, you're going to have to let this go. Amen. Hey, Brother Raymond, you're going to have to, amen, begin to, you, you, this thing is overcoming you. You're going to have to begin to repent of it. You're going to, and all of a sudden, here you are, amen. You're at the altar of God, amen, having true repentance, amen. You're laying things down. Come on, somebody, you're getting rid of some things that aren't no good for you. Amen. That's what's taking place. There's change that's occurring, amen. And that's what we see right here in verse 22, amen. He says, the or ornament of your molded images of gold, and you will throw them away. Come on, somebody, amen. Yeah, I know you guys have seen it when some people come in here all tore up from the floor up. Amen. They're out there in the world. Amen. They smell like an ashtray. Come on now. Amen. They might they might even be a little bit skitzing or tweaking. Amen. But they come in here or maybe even a little drunk on some alcohol. And then that Holy Ghost begins to deal with them. Come on now. And all of a sudden, amen, you begin to see them laying. Amen. Their cigarettes at the altar. Come on now. Their cell phones at the altar. Whatever it may be. Amen. They're beginning to throw throw them away. Come on, somebody. Amen. God's going to create you to begin to throw some things away. Amen. Some things that are hindering and holding you back. Can I get an amen? He says, amen. We got to take off the weights that so easily entangle us. Can I get an amen? So that we can run the race that he has for us. Come on with perseverance so that we can accomplish everything. And I know that you want to accomplish everything that God has for your life. Amen. But we've got to let him change us. Can I get an amen? But all this begins to take place when we go from crying to crying out. Amen. Some of us have forgot how to cry out. Amen. When we came into this thing, we were broken and we cried out to God. And God heard us and he showed up and showed out and he moved on our behalf. Amen. Now we get into this thing a little further and we forget to cry out to God. Somebody say God is good. But he'll use that situation. Quickly, I want to share with you a story, amen, in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, starting in verse 3. Amen. Some of you may be familiar. I want to talk to you about a man named Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat, amen, was a powerful man. Amen. With a powerful army. Amen. He had accomplished a lot of things in a lot of wars. In fact, amen, there wasn't any, hardly any nation or any tribe that he couldn't overcome, amen, with the type of army that he had. He was a man, amen, that was able to accomplish things on his own to a point to where he didn't really have to rely on God. Can I get an amen? amen. You know, I'm going to tell you that's one of the fair, scariest things, amen, about here in America, as blessed as we are, amen. A lot of times we're so comfortable, amen, and things are going so good sometimes in our lives that we don't ever have to rely on God, amen, in the way that God needs us to, amen. Amen. Some of us may have the ability to handle a lot of things. And I know us men, amen, we want to be able to be those that handle stuff, don't we? We just want to be those that take care of stuff. Amen. But I'm going to tell you, brother and sister, there's going to come a point in your life, amen, where you even the things that you and the strongest men or women are able to handle, you're not going to be able to handle without the power of God. Can I get an amen? But I'm going to tell you that's a good place to be. And that's a place, amen, right here where Jehoshaphat was at. And it says here in verse 33 of chapter 20. And Jehoshaphat feared, amen. Oh my God, this was a fearless man. This was a man, amen, that was, he wasn't scared of any army. Come on, somebody. He was an overcomer. He was a, one 
that would do, be, have victory. And it says, and he set himself, amen, to seek the Lord. Sometimes, brothers and sisters, it's good when you go through some things that are going to create you to really seek the Lord. Amen. Hello, somebody. That's why I know as we come closer to the return of Christ and all of a sudden perilous times are going to come. It's going to begin to get dangerous and difficult. Amen. And wickedness is going to increase and all the challenges that are going to come. Amen. But it's going to be a time of the church's finest hour because it's going to be a time when we're going to have to call upon the name of the Lord. Amen. We're going to begin to cry out to God again. If that's what it takes, then praise God. Bring it on. Amen. Whatever it takes. Amen. To get us back to that place where we're calling upon the name of the Lord, where we're crying out to God. Amen. Come on. That's what it is, brother and sister. Somebody say, bring it on. Hallelujah. Bring it on. Amen. That's what James says. He says, I count it all joy, my brother, when I encounter these various trials because they're creating something in my life. They're creating some perseverance. They're creating some character. Come on now. They're creating some endurance in my life. I don't know about you, but I don't want to stay the same way. Hello. I want God to be creating some things. But all of a sudden, amen, we see here, amen, where Jehoshaphat was under some heavy, heavy attack. Amen. Now, not one, just one army was after him. But the Bible says now all of a sudden three different armies were coming after him. This is a situation, amen, that was going to be impossible, amen, without a miracle from God. I'm going to tell you, amen, I've been in some situations as a young man, amen, as a young minister, where if God didn't show up, if God didn't make a way, amen, there was no way. Can I get an amen? Amen. And that's a good place to be. And that's where Jehoshaphat was at this point. All of a sudden, amen, he was going to, there was no way he could have victory. There's no way he was going to be able to overcome. He could have taken any one of these three armies, amen, by themselves and easily. But when they come together and they join forces, amen, he, he didn't have a chance in heck. Now, are y'all with me today? Amen. All of a sudden, here he is and he knows what his fate is. Amen. But it's going to put him in a position where he hasn't been before. It's going to put him in a position where he's going to have to turn, amen, to the God that's able. Can I get an amen? And the Bible says, amen, that he set himself to seek the Lord. Come on, I thank God he knew where to go when it was time. Thank God he had experienced, amen, even the promises of God in five generations prior, where it said, if my people who are called by my name, amen, shall turn from their wicked ways and call upon my name, that I will heal, they'll hear from heaven, and I will hear their land. Can I get an amen? amen? Somebody say, God is good. And all of a sudden, he began to see this promise that for five generations, amen, hadn't come true. But here it is in his situation right here, amen. He begins to call and pull upon that. See, brother and sister, that's what you and I got to do. We've got to pull from what the word says. We've got to pull from the promises of God. We've got to pull from these things, amen, and begin to call and get, into, and get into action. And it says here, amen, and he proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judah. Come on now. Praise the Lord. Sometimes, amen, it takes, call it a fast. Amen. I know for some of you, that's a curse word. Amen. Hello. But if that's what it takes, amen. And he goes on to say, amen, and Judah gathered themselves together. He gathered the body of Christ. Come on now. To ask help of the Lord. And even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Come on now. Amen. Here we are, this general. Here we are, this, 
Amen. Man of war. Come on. This man of victory. Amen. He begins to do what's tap into the real power. He began to tap into the Lord. He knew he was in a helpless and hopeless situation without God. If God didn't show up, amen, he was doomed. Somebody say God is good. And he goes on to say, amen. And he said, O Lord, God of our fathers, are not thou God in heaven? And rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen? And in thy hand is there not power and might? Come on now. So that none is able to withstand thee. He began to, he began to, he began to speak about God. Amen. <laughs> he says, aren't you this? Amen. He says, aren't, are, are not thou our God who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel? And gave us it to the seed of Abraham, thy father forever. And they dwelt therein and have built thee a sanctuary therein for thy name, saying, if when evil comes upon us as the sword judgment or pestilence or famine, we stand before this house in thy presence for thy name is in this house. And look what it says right here in the next part, last part of that verse nine and cry unto thee. Come on, somebody. Amen. And cry unto thee in our affliction. And then, somebody say, and then. And then thou will hear and help. Come on, somebody give the Lord some praise in this place tonight. See, some of you need to begin to do like, amen, Jehoshaphat did. God, aren't you the God that delivered me from that addiction, amen, a couple decades ago? Aren't you the God, amen, that began to provide that, those resources whenever I didn't know how I was going to pay my mortgage or my rent? Aren't you the God, amen, that touched my wayward child, amen, that was out there acting a fool, amen, and began to bring him back to Christ? Aren't you the God, amen, that began to re re restore my marriage when it was in shambles? Aren't you the God, amen, that began to bring me, amen, to a place where I could begin to get filled up and get equipped and begin to serve, amen? Come on, somebody. Aren't you the God that was the miracle working God? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? The God that's a way maker? Come on, somebody. Some of us, that's what we need to do. Hello. One thing about it, amen, when I think about what God's done for me and what he delivered and set me free from, I know that there's nothing that's impossible for my God. For with man, this may be impossible, but with God, all things are possible. But you got to cry out to him. Somebody say God is good. That's what I'm talking about. They're crying out. Hallelujah. Amen. Out of the mouth of babes. Somebody say God is good. But that's what began to take place. Amen. That's what began to take place. And Jehoshaphat began to do the very thing that you and I need to be doing. He didn't have anywhere to turn. Amen. And, and, and there was, and there was, and there was, his back was against the wall, but, and he could have quit. Amen. He could have quit. Amen. The, the enemy was simply more and mightier than he was. But the Bible says he didn't quit and he didn't throw in the towel. I'm going to tell you right now, brother and sister, we need a revival. But that revival is a revival of the, that warrior spirit that's never defeated. That warrior spirit that doesn't have any quit in it. Amen. Come on now. Come on. Preach it. 
You've got to be one of those people. I don't got no quit. Amen. Hell or high water. It don't matter what I'm up against, what it looks like. Amen. What my circumstances are. I don't have no quit. Amen. Come on, somebody. Amen. And not only did he not quit, and even in his despair, amen, there's a little bit of feedback. Even in his despair, amen, it never loses hope. Come on now. Too many people, they throw up their hands and quit at the first sign of trouble, man. Amen. You know, too many people, they're willing to give in to despair and depression, letting hell have its way in their life. Amen. But when are we going to begin to realize that those times of great opposition are great opportunity? Amen. For God to begin to show up and show out in our lives. Are you all with me? And the Bible says that he feared, but he began to seek God. He set himself to seek the Lord and he proclaimed a fast in all of Judah. Amen. He began to do what every good man or woman of God does. Hello. Sometimes that's what it takes. Amen. I need a breakthrough. I need a miracle. Amen. I'm going to begin to cry out to God and I'm going to begin to fast. Amen. Come on now. Amen. I'm going to fast. I'm going to pray until God shows up. Are you all with me? And that's what Jehoshaphat began to do. Amen. And the Bible says he gathered the people together in the new court of the temple. And from that place, they called upon the Lord. You know, I remember I told this story recently, but I remember, you know, uh, before we moved out where we're at now in East Texas, where God began to bless us, amen, with properties, multiple properties. We have a couple, couple different campuses out there, amen. We have a men's home campus with 40, 40 acres in it, amen, with a, with a food pantry, amen, with some retirement cabins, with some transitional housing as well, amen, as well as our men's home in a 13,000 square foot building, Amen. We have another campus, amen, that's 50 acres right down the road, amen, where we have our church, our brand new church that we built during COVID, amen. We have, we have our, our women's home, we have, uh, you know, our pastor's house, housing, and then we have about six other houses on that property, amen. But I'm going to tell you, before that, whenever we went out there, and then we have a youth home down the road, amen, on another five acres. We have a boys' home. Come on, give the Lord a hand praise for that. Amen. And, you know, and then we have a couple other campuses, too. We have a women with children's home as well. Amen. On another eight acres. But point being is, is before we went out there, a, we were in another city about an hour and a half away. And right whenever I began to think that, man, we're doing something good in this city. You know, we're really making an impact. We're making a difference. You know, and I, was, and I felt like we should get a pat on the back. Amen. And right then, that's whenever they decided to blast us with negative stuff all across the front of the newspaper. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the lease that we had was in, that door began to close as that lease began to come. Amen. But do you know, amen, we weren't, we was no quitting. I had to find housing for 30 something men. Amen. But I'm going to tell you before that, when we were at, I remember the whole yard flooded out. It was dry as can be everywhere else in the whole neighborhood. And amen, our yard was all flooded out because we had so many men that were using the septic. And, it, you know, it looks weird when every year the only person that has a flood in your yard and everybody else is dry. But when that happened, we had to move and we went from 12 men to 30 men. And then when we went in and we lost that, 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 when we lost that, that, um, that lease, 
Amen. Because now nobody in the whole city wanted anything to do with us. They were scared. You know, it was a religious city. Bad, bad religion. Amen. Bad religion. You know, you know what religion does. You know what it did to Jesus, right? So anyways, and here we're in this situation, but there's a warrior in me. Amen. And all of a sudden, I begin to say, I begin to go to God. I begin to crowd to God. And then I, I begin to fast myself. I fasted myself for the first week. And then I began to call the leaders. And I said, leaders, we're all going to come. We're going to fast. And then I began to call the church. And I said, we're going to fast. So here we are, three weeks of fasting. We're going to fast. And we're going to have revival every single night. Amen. Until God speaks. Until God gives us a, a breakthrough and a blessing. And I remember I preached a sermon. It's called that persecution will push you into your destiny. It'll push you into your destiny. Persecution. Amen. We, look, we saw it in the early church. In the early church, amen, one of the reasons why the gospel was able to get to Rome before Paul got to Rome is because the persecution of the people began to bring them, amen, to have to spread out. Persecution will push you into your destiny. So here we are, amen, in this situation, having to find not only a new men's home, but a new church, because that was our church as well. Amen. And nobody in that area wanted to mess with us because they were scared. And God began to open up the door when we began to pray, we began to fast, we began to call upon the name of the Lord. We didn't sit there and pout anymore. Amen. But we began to cry out to God. We began to cry out to God. God, I know you didn't bring me this far, amen, to leave me. I'm not going to be like those children of Israel. They're out there. Oh, you brought us out of Egypt into the wilderness for us to die. The devil is a liar. Amen. No, you brought us out of this. Amen. To, for us to live. To us to have abundant life. Come on now. And what you started, you'll finish. Amen. If it's of man, it, it'll fail. But if it's of God, not, nobody's going to be able to stop it. Can I get an Amen. And do you know all of a sudden, amen, the door began to open. And, and, and we got an opportunity, amen, to go and move into these, these facilities. An hour and a half away, I had to move a whole church that was willing to go, those that were willing to go, an hour and a half in a, in a whole men's home and women's home. Amen. And that's a pretty big move, you know. But anyways, we believe God. Amen. And we begin to cry out to God, and he showed up. And that's where God, now he brought us into that. That's, it's our promised land. It's our promised land. And even in the midst of the promised land, there's still battles, isn't there? Amen. We had other battles. We came and joined together with a church that was the older pastors. Amen. They were kind of getting older. They knew they were up in age. Their church was dying. Amen. In regards to people, they didn't have a lot of young people coming in in new life. That's what's so awesome about y'all's pastor. Amen. It doesn't matter how much he, older he gets. Amen. He's still reaching the next generation. Come on. Give the Lord some praise. Amen.